And we're back. Well, tax season's here, folks, and you know... Hi there. Whoa, where'd you come from? April here to tell you about the tax filing software from TaxAct. Seriously, were you, like, hiding behind my desk? Seriously, TaxAct makes it easy to get your maximum refund. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Switch to TaxAct today, and you can start for free. Or, as we say at Radioland... Subtle. TaxAct. Tax Act. File for less and get more. See TaxAct.com for details. Hey folks, Russ Bailey here. It's time for another Brush Pile Fishing Podcast right here on iHeartRadio. And as always, we've got another great guest. This week's guest, B&M Pro Staff Manager, Ken Driscoll. We're going to talk a little Tennessee fishing here in the middle of March. So you stay tuned. We'll be right back with Brush Pile Fishing. All right, folks, welcome back. Kent Driscoll, how we doing today, bud? Russ, how are you, my friend? I'll tell you what, it's finally starting to warm up here in the northern states. It's the middle of March. Uh, how's things down in Tennessee? Tennessee is good. I'll tell you what, this is prime time crappie fishing. I hear um, you, man. In my neck of the woods. And, uh, you know, I'm in the Nashville area. Um, I'm 15 <coughs> minutes from Percy Priest. I'm about 30 or 40 minutes to Old Hickory. You know, hour and a half to Kentucky Lake. And uh, man, things are popping. Dogwoods are blooming. You know, it's starting to warm up at night a little bit. Yep. And that's the key to really getting these fish active is uh, when you get three or four warm nights in a row. Yep. And uh, man, the fish really, they're in good shape. They're healthy. They're pre-spawn. You know, they're really gonna do their thing in the month of April. Okay. So uh, they're kind of positioning themselves to spawn. Gotcha. And uh, man, it's a great time of year to catch fish. You know, Kent, you uh, you fish several different techniques. Of course, you're a master when it comes to the crankbaiting, but you like slip bobber fishing, you like vertical jigging, you've done it all. What are you going to concentrate? What's your favorite way to fish this time of you year? You know, this time of year, I like to cast. Okay. And uh, yeah, I like to uh, locate them on uh, man-made structure, um, you know, stake beds, brush piles. Um, we got a lot of rock and priest, okay? You've seen it, you know. Yep, yep. Um, man, these fish are, they're pulling up, they're getting close to the, they're in the spawning ground area, but they're not quite in that shallow water. So man, that 10 to 15 foot range can be money. Dynamite. And uh, yeah, and the warmer the days are, the higher they are in the water column. So a lot of times, you know, if you'll find, you know, a stake bed or a brush pile in, in that range, and then uh, of course we're using live scope and we're pitching to them, we're staying back from them. But a lot of times he's fishing the top of those piles and, and they're warming up, yep, you know, they're yep. kind of sunning themselves a little bit. Um, they're aggressive because it's that time of year and they're thinking about spawning and breeding and kind of doing their thing. And uh, it's one of those times you can catch some really big fish yeah. and a lot of numbers. Well, and, uh, and I've got to see that down there for sure. Yeah, and you know, you kind of, with today's technology with LiveScope, you gotta let the fish tell you what they want. You yeah. pull up, you look at them, um, you know, if they start moving on you or you get too close to them or they spook or they move down in the pile, you know, you got to kind of adjust a little bit. Um, you might have to stay back from them just a little bit. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, casting like a, a, a 32nd or a 16th and letting it fall down to them is, uh, is just a deadly technique. Or the slip bobber, man. You can yes, flip sir. that slip bobber out there and set your depth. And the live scope is going to tell you what depth to set it. Right. And uh, you can let that bait actually sit on them. And, and stay in the strike zone a little bit longer than say casting a jig, and uh, man, you can you can wreck them. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, 
I know that we did the fall show down with you on Slipcork, and that was a blast. That's fun, wasn't it? And, and yeah. right now, with those fish getting this aggressive, my gosh, that'd be a good time down there. Yeah, you know, I, I plant brush year-round down there. Okay. And, and, I, and I've got brush for every stage of where the fish are. And uh, so I've got deep brush, you know, for summer and winter fishing. Yes, sir. I've got that mid-range stuff. I've got pre-spawn pre stuff. And then I got a lot of spawning stuff. And now the spawning stuff is 10 foot or less. Um, I don't put out. They draw the lake down in the wintertime, so I just go find everybody else's stuff. Mark that, but, that's right. Yeah, and uh, you know, that's one of the cool things about um, you know, going out in the wintertime when the lakes are down low. It's kind yeah. of like the Mississippi lakes. Yep. Um, you know, they'll draw them down, and uh, you can just see a lot of the key structure these fish relate to when the fish, when they draw the lake back, you know, start letting the lake back up. So, sure. Yeah. But, you know, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, you talked uh, briefly about using the live scope so you know where those fish are. Uh, one of the things, I got to talk to Jack Wells uh, from B&M folks, and they're coming out with a new rod. It's an anniversary uh, rod, and Jack was showing me. They only had one, and right. he wouldn't let me take it. <laughs> yeah, But, yeah. Uh, Kent, that thing, if you're off a little bit with a live scope, it's got the tip on it. that You can move that jig fairly quick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to kind of give you my 911, um, we're coming out with a 7.5-footer. It's, it's, it's a live scope slash casting pole gotcha. okay um spinning guides eight spinning guides all the way through solid white blank um it's got uh a seven ball bearing reel uh high speed reel holds a little extra line uh the spool itself is beveled so it casts a little bit further mm -hmm. um the eyes on it are the dynaflow gold guides um the 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 uh the actual inserts in here are are pressed in here with the machine and and which is important um it just makes it super durable. Yes. All right, and uh, they're super slick. Um, no problem casting 40 or 50 feet with a light jig. Yeah. And uh, I tell you, the, the one-piece rod is gonna give it a ton of backbone, uh -huh. and it's got a medium-fast tip on it, okay? And uh, that's important when you're casting a light jig, when you get out there like 40 or 50 feet, when you're that far from the boat with a light jig, when the fish picks it up, you've gotta be able to feel it, yes. okay? And it's not like a thump, and he's popping it, He's just basically stopping your jig. Yep. And this pole is balanced perfectly. If you hold this, the balance point is right in front of the reel. You, you know, when you hold it and when you cast out there, if you feel any kind of like a dull, it's not even a thud, but it's just kind of a dull, heavy feel, he's, he's got it. Set that hook. He stopped it, set the hook. And then the, the backbone, that fast tip at that distance, boom, you got him. And uh, man, you talk about fun. I mean, well, it's a lot of fun. Where I think this, this rod's going to be real successful is, you know, we've got the, the stick, the 13-foot, the stick right, for live right. scoping, uh, and it is outstanding. I've got to use it several times, but there are some guys that still do not like using that long rod, and they yeah. want to pitch that jig as opposed to vertical jig it. Well, I'm going to tell you, on Priest, I like to pitch to them. I yep. like to stay back from them. Okay, now there's some local guys out there that like to fish vertical with short rods right over the top of the stuff. They go right down in them, but it kind of works to their advantage because when they get over the top of those piles, mm -hmm. the fish sink down in them. Yep. And all they do is go straight down They're to right them. They're right to them, yep. Now, me personally, I like to stay back and, and not spook them, okay? That's that's my big thing, and, and flip it out there and see if I can catch eight or 10 or 12 fish off one spot. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think you do that by just being real sneaky, slipping up on the fish, Throwing your bait past them, okay, maybe five to t ten feet past them, and then floating it or fluttering it down there to them. There you go. And, and guys, with the live scope, it's 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 changed fishing. We can see, you know, what they're doing. 
Now, I will tell you this. You do not have to have live scope to catch fish. Rookie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. But uh, seriously, um, you know, for folks that don't have a live scope, it's, man, these are pre-spawn fish for late to cover. Oh, man. You can still catch them. Oh, man. And you've seen a lot of stuff we fish out there. You've been with me. You've seen all the different stuff. I mean, we've done two shows on Priest without live scope. Yep. And we hammered them yep. both times. Yep. Absolutely hammered them. So. Well, Ken, uh, I know you've got a Facebook page. If someone wants to know what's going on there, can they contact you on Facebook? Absolutely. Uh, reach out to me on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. Um, yeah, I'll be glad to help anybody if you want to just send me a private message. There you go, um, folks. You know, follow me on Facebook, either one. Make comments on my on my regular Facebook page. That's fine. Um, man, I'm always here to help. Yep. Uh, you know, you know, I, you and I have known each other a long time, and we've always shared information. And I just feel like, you know, uh, the sport of crappie fishing – it gets better every year because of the sportsmanship, because of you know, because of the camaraderie. We're all gentlemen, and uh, you know, we share information, and uh, you know, I just enjoy it. I love it. Yeah. And hey, by the way, I, I do want to say one thing. Um, we've got a new YouTube uh, channel out called Fish Eat Live. Yes, sir. And it's it's a lifestyle channel, and it's all about crappie fishing, and the Bean M Pros and the Crappie Magnet Pros uh, will be featured once a week on Sunday night at six o'clock. And, uh, you know, I ask that everybody come check out the channel, subscribe to it, like it, comment, let I've us know. I've already got to see this. Yeah, let us cool. know what you like and let us know what kind of shows you want to see. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's something pretty cool. That's a little project we've been working on at B&M and we're proud of it. And we hope the fishing community enjoys it too. I think they will. Yeah, absolutely. And, and man, I got to throw a plug to brush pile fishing. <laughs> Still one of my favorites. Hands hey, I down. I appreciate that, You man. travel the world. Um, you get to fish with a lot of different people and, there's so much variety in your show and so much information in your show. It is invaluable for new fishermen to take time to watch it. So thank you for what you do, Russ. I appreciate that, Ken. Yep. I really do. And uh, as always, we need to get you back on the show. I think we got something coming up. We're going to do we a do. March, with you. March the 12th. Yes, sir. I'm We're ready. We're going to be casting. I'm ready, I'm man. So, I'm ready. Hey, let's do it. All right, folks. Kent, thanks for joining us. And again, folks, I think you can see today, this is why I say it's so fun to tape uh, television shows with the B&M guys because they have the skills, but not just the skills, but they want to teach you. They want to help you to catch more fish, and that's what makes it fun for me. I think every time I go out with someone different, I've been fishing for how many years, and I'm still learning things every time. Uh, Russ, I'm the same way. I get to fish yep. with all these guys on the pro staff, and every time I go, I learn, and it's just you know, there's so many different ways to catch crappie. Yes, sir. And there's so many cool secrets and tips that you can get from fishing with other people. And if you'll listen, you'll learn. So, all right. Yeah, that's what makes the sport fun. Well, hey, Kent, thanks for joining us. Kent Driscoll from B&M. Kent, I will see you on the water, brother. Sounds good, buddy. All right. Well, all right, folks, you stay tuned. Right now, we're going to take a look at some tournament action. And as promised, here's a look at our spring tournament action from across the country. Let's start out in Alabama, the Coosa Crappie Trail. Uh, February 27th, there'll be a Logan Martin. March 20th on Weiss. And April 3rd on Gunnersville. Crappie USA, let's start with Region 1. They'll have a tournament February 27th on Pickwick and 320 on Weiss Lake. Region 2 on February 13th at Harding, Alabama. And on April 3rd, they'll be at Dale Hollow. And at Region 3, on April 24th, they'll be at Alum Creek in Ohio. On May 8th, they'll be at Decatur, Illinois. May 15th, Carlisle, Illinois. And on May 22nd, they will be at Mississinawa, Salamone in Indiana. They'll also be having on April 30th, 
the big money event right there on Grand Lake St. Mary's. Let's go to Region 4 on March 6th. They'll be at Lake Fork in Texas. On March 27th, they'll be at Darbone, Louisiana. On April 10th, Lake of the Ozarks. April 24th, Truman. And May 16th, Milford, Kansas. That's Crappie USA. And now the East Tennessee Crappie Club, February 20th. They'll be at Cherokee Lake. March 20th, they'll be at Watts Bar. And April 17th will be their classic to be announced later. The Grand Lake Crappie Club. They'll have tournaments on April 11th, April 25th, and May 16th for their spring schedule. Now let's go to the American Crappie Trail, February 19th and 20th on Gunnersville, March 25th through the 27th, which will be their national championship for 2020. That'll be on the Alabama River. April 23rd and 24th, Kentucky Lake. May 14th and 15th on Grenada. June 11th, 12th on Truman Lake. Crappie Masters, February 26th and 27th on Darbone, March 12th and 13th on Grenada, April 9th and 10th on Lake Washington, May 6th and 7th on the Wachita River, May 21 and 22 on Kentucky Lake, and June 18th and 19th on Truman. Uh, let's go to the Indiana Slab Masters. March 20th will be a cataract. April 10th will be a Salamone, Mississippi. April 24th at Brookville, and May 8th on Lake Monroe. Uh, the Magnolia Crappie Club. Let's see here. March 6th, they'll be at Grenada. April 10th, they'll be at Enid. April 24th at Sardis. And May 15th at Ross Barnett. And uh, let's see. The Northeast Crappie Club up there in Northeast Ohio. Uh, May 20, or excuse me, April 25th, they'll be at Lake Arthur. 514 and 515 at Salt Fork, and on May 22nd at West Branch. And last but not least, uh, let's go to, this is called the Pima Tuning uh, Lake Crappie Brawl. This tournament's going to be held actually May 1st through July 31st. You weigh in one big fish. You can do it every time you go fishing, but you weigh in one big fish. Again, that's May 1st through July 31st, the one big fish, the Pima Tuning Lake Crappie Brawl. Check that out for more information on Facebook. So again, that's a look at our tournament action across the country. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and you stay tuned. We'll be back next week here on iHeartRadio and Brush Pile Fishing. For more Brush Pile Fishing excitement, find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram.